that's where the passion for me comes from is I love that process and that that you know that product development and then taking it out to show the market and get the response as a reflection back of wow it's a group of us making that evaluation and asking ourselves is it a solution to a real problem my philosophy on building a brand is through each individual product and its performance and its you know its, its level of innovation and ultimately um, the, the brand is essentially the trust that people have in in, in each product we've built and their experience with it. This is the Proco 360 podcast. I'm Dave Tabor hosting Proco 360 because I love Colorado and I love getting to know Colorado's entrepreneurs. My guests have built very successful businesses with team members and collaborators who also love all the Colorado has to offer. Today's episode is with Rick Case, founder and CEO of Colorado-based Night Eyes. You may or maybe you don't know the name Night Eyes, but you almost certainly would recognize some of their hundreds of innovative products in stores ranging from specialty outdoor retailers to big box stores. I am struck by the unparalleled usefulness of Night Eyes products versus the zillions of gadgets that I've purchased over the years and I never really used. For example, I use Night Eyes uh, flashing dog collar to keep track of my dog when we're camping. And of course, I use the now famous gear ties basically all the time. This is going to be a conversation about innovation at scale, inventing and marketing products to solve day-to-day customer needs. And I'm talking about the little life-changing kinds of things that we say, why didn't I think of that? And some of these can have a pretty profound impact on our joy as we go through the day. So Rick, thanks for joining me on Proco 360. Dave, thank you. That is quite the introduction. So I appreciate that. I I, um, I appreciate you uh, taking some time to use our products and uh, find the solutions that uh, was our intention to create. So that's great. Yeah. You, using your products is a joy. And so listeners first, I'm going to ask Rick to give us a kind of a more of a, of an overview of the operation of Night Eyes. Uh, sure, Dave. Um, so Night Eyes uh, designs and manufactures inventor-driven products that organize your life, protect your gear, light your way, and essentially solve those everyday problems. And when I say that, we've built over 600 products, I guess, currently on the market now uh, in the past 33 years. So it's really been about innovation, and it's been about creating a compelling solution to um, problems that people are excited about solving, or, or really those those wow moments, as you mentioned, it's like, wow, that that's that's interesting. I hadn't thought about that yet. It's super useful and it's real simple. Talk about how you got started, your first product. And you told me a story about pulling over a, a truck one time. So tell, tell that background story. Yeah, sure. So I, it, this goes way back. I was uh, um, attending the University of Colorado in Boulder in business school. And in my junior year, uh, 1989, um, I, I was already very much uh, thinking about what I was going to make, um, uh, what I was going to build. I was interested in uh, in making some products. And I was very interested in, in products to begin with. And it just so happened from my background being in uh, uh, mountaineering and climbing, um, again, th- this solution came from my passion of being in the outdoors. And essentially, it came down to a problem I had experienced when I was fishing. 
and I had a small flashlight. I was trying to light the way. I ended up having uh, the light in my mouth, and I was holding a rod in my hand and a gaff in the other, trying to see what I was doing with this fish, and I ended up dropping the light in the water. I went back the next day, got the light out of the water, and turned it back on and you know put batteries in it worked again and i was really intrigued with that and it happened to be um on a winter ascent on the grand teton uh, a pitch dark night no moon that i had that small little flashlight with me when i was wearing a an original um uh, you know chenard headlamp and i put that light up to the side of my head and it was so much brighter than the headlamp and i just thought wow well this would be a great inexpensive way to turn a flashlight into a hands-free lighting device. And, and that was the beginning of it. So, and, and, and that's kind of how it started. And um, I spent uh, my, my last couple of years in college um, using that as a, as a project for um, all my classes and thinking about how I would really launch that and started to write the patent and, and then ultimately got down to selling. And um, uh, that's kind of how it started from one item. Yeah. You mentioned you mentioned how you sold one to some truck you pulled over or that was pulled over something. What's that? What's that? Yeah, sure. I I was not shy about talking to people about the invention I had because I was really excited about it as a solution. So I happened to pull over a tool truck, and I knew that tool truck sold these flashlights. And as I as I stopped at the light, I looked at the guy and I kind of waved to him. Well, I'm sure he thought I wanted to buy something from him. So he was kind enough to pull over and I got into his truck and I started showing him the things that I had. We made a headband. If you can just imagine a one inch piece of nylon webbing, we had hook and loop like Velcro on it that had an elastic pocket on the side that you could put a small barrel sized that flashlight, those little flashlights back in the day was, it was a mini mag light was the brand. Yeah. And, I mean, and it, and for five bucks, it turned it into a hands-free lighting device. It's that so obvious now, right? What made the company. Yeah. It's so obvious, but what year was that? That was uh founder of the company in 1989. Yeah. So, so in 89, but, yeah. but you look at it now. So 89 to now, you, I mean, you'd think that that kind of a concept was invented in like 1920. But you know, it's just an amazing. And so we're going to talk about more of these products. And I'm going to ask you for a couple of examples. But first, I mean, now you are in sporting goods stores, general stores. I saw products of yours in the flagship LL Bean store in Maine. It seems like you guys are everywhere. So are you growing through product through more more by product growth or by distribution growth? So I think it's a little bit of both, but um I, I was, you know, we probably have over 30,000 locations where Night Ice products are sold wow. worldwide right now. When, when we can build and create innovative products that support the breadth of those categories that the retailers are, are essentially investing in our brand for those categories, we can grow our business. We can also grow our business and have by brand new innovation that's so compelling, they've never seen it in categories and it allows us to go into new channels or new markets or categories yeah. in their store. And we do that. Yeah, I could see that, and and that's uh, that makes me really it's it's time to dive into this whole conversation about innovation because really that's the overarching principle of of Night Eyes is innovation. And I, when I first you and I first started talking, I wanted to use the term gadget, but that's just wrong. I mean, you I I know when I first used the term gadget, you kind of grimaced because these your products are not gadgets. They really are solutions to everyday problems. So what's a great specific example of like a single, and I know you've got 600 products, but a single night eyes 
uh, invention over the last couple of years that maybe listeners have seen, but now that you could use to illustrate solving a burning problem? I think that, as you said, Dave, there are so many, but I think I'll go back to um, Night Eyes inventing um, magnetic, magnetic mounting solutions for mobile phones in a mm-hmm. vehicle. And yeah. if you think about um, the technology and how we use our phones now and, and, and you know, everything for you know, mapping and guidance, people started to be really interested in being able to have that capability to use that navigation hands-free in their vehicle. Um, uh, Night Eyes invented Steely, um, which is, was the first ever magnetic mounting solution. And that was, um, that was in 2013. Now that's been some time, but yeah. it's now an entire industry and a category to use powerful neodymium rare earth magnets to mount mobile phones. Um, you know, that's, we, uh, you know, I mean, I'm going to cut you off there because the first thing that comes to mind when you talk about creating a whole new category is, yeah, but you invented it. I'm sure they're patented. We're going to talk more about patenting, but the whole world is copying you now. And, you know, what are you doing about that? Well, that's a good question. And, and, you know, it goes back to to innovation, goes back to intellectual property. And we're going to talk a lot about that. Night Eyes defines innovation as, um, you know, most importantly, products that are solutions to, you know, problems that resonate with people that people are really compelled to say, wow, or, or look at most importantly. And then, and then after that, from the intellectual property standpoint, we, we define innovation like the United States Patent and Trademark Office does, no different than any patent offices around the world, and that's around being novel, right? So we're interested in creating products that have never been made before, right? And they have to have the solution and they have, they have to have all the things I just mentioned, but that's really how we define innovation. So, yeah. And if we didn't define it that way, it's very ephemeral. We could develop a product. It could be a great success. And then in no time, it would be commoditized because everybody could make it. Yeah. So if it, if it wasn't for you know, the 500 or so patents that the, that the mm-hmm. company has, let alone all that are pending, let alone all that have you know, you know, since uh, you know, you know, um, uh, essentially uh, you know, they run out of time after 20 yeah, years yeah. or so. Right. Right? We've been at this sure. a while. So um, that is the foundation for us to invest in our technology, to continue to support all the jobs we provide, to, to have retailers invest in our brand because they see with two new product launches a year, they know we stand for that and that we're going to bring in new products and they trust us. Yeah. So, yeah. Y- you know, you mentioned, you mentioned Rick, that, um, all of your products are about inventing something novel. And, and yet a lot of your products have reinvented an existing, I'll say category of solution, you know, and you use the term advancement. And, and I think of the gear tie, I think of even talk, even like bungee cords, right? Night eyes didn't invent bungee cords. You've invented products that have taken them way further, right? Do you want to describe that and how that works? Yeah, I always use this analogy and I, I look at a continuum. And if you had a point at the left that was commodity, commodity, a commoditized thing, just everybody sort of gets a bungee cord's a great example. Yeah. And then you go all the way to the other end of the spectrum, which is you know, like the most innovative thing. Like nobody's really ever seen it. They've never worked with it. They don't really know how it goes. We have products along that spectrum, right? And and you know, there is a different amount of time that it takes to pioneer 
um, those items based upon where they along where they are along that continuum. Excuse me. So um, you know, gear tie is an interesting one. You know, we can talk about that one for a minute. The gear tie is a reusable rubber twist tie, and when you look at that colorful, comfortable rubber on the outside, and you realize there's that low carbon steel annealed durable wire on the inside that allows you to continue to use it time and again. You you have to go back to baling wire, right? You go, you go back to how people use that. It's mm. difficult to work with. They had pliers yeah, and yeah. gloves on. This is colorful. It's comfortable. It's super simple. They're in all these different sizes, anywhere from organizing your mobile phone cords to, you know, tying something and securing something down. Yeah. So, so now, it, oh, I that was is say, an advancement. It's different. Yeah. So another example of an advancement, the one, one that's really impressive to me is what you've done to a bungee cord. So, mm. What I'm interested in knowing is you have created advancements that make them safer and more secure. What happened inside of your offices? And before I actually go there, I better, I want to remind listeners, I almost forgot to thank our sponsors, remind listeners, this is Proco 360 named Best Denver Podcast, three years running, and this year named Best Colorado Business Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Tabor, and this is the show featuring entrepreneurs who could be successful anywhere and choose Colorado. My guest today is Rick Case, founder and CEO of Night Eyes. Thanks to our sponsors, First Bank, Kinsley Meetings, Via Technologies, and Digital Frontier Printing. Also, thanks to the Colorado Chamber of Commerce for its support for me and Proco 360. And now, Rick, I'm going to get back to that question, which is, what happens inside the collective brains at Night Eyes when you look at a bungee cord and say, this is not good enough? Yeah, it's, it's a good question. And, and that one resonates a lot with me because when you use a bungee cord, the first thing you do is grimace or you prepare yourself to be ready for what you've experienced in the past when you use those, right? Or put on safety glasses. Right. Yeah. Right. Or or you're <laughs> you're concerned with whether it's going to stay attached. So yeah. if you if you think about what we changed is it's another one you ask like, well, why hasn't that been done? Yeah. We just changed the um, confidence that one has when they attach that hook that it's not going to come off. Right. Yeah. And we yeah. believe that that'll resonate with people. People will go, wow. That's interesting. That that makes me feel more comfortable using these, right? Yeah. So so we're we're excited. But sometimes innovation doesn't have to be that that big of a difference. It can be slight changes and there's so many examples in our product line where we've done that and and it's made a tremendous difference. So I think we're always looking for those opportunities to you know, you know seek some significant improvements that are so familiar to people that they're they're quickly identified, right? Do you have like it seems like you might have like a a yes, no metric. Where is this going to is this going to make customers say, "Wow, that's so smart! I have to have it." I mean, what is your benchmark that says, "Yeah, this is this is good"? Well, our, you have a whole team of folks at Night Eyes that are really passionate about product solutions, right? So we're very much into the detail. We're heavy users of all of our products, and 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 it, it it's a group of us making that evaluation and asking ourselves, is it a solution to a real problem? I asked you when we were talking in the past, do you test market these things? And your answer surprised me. Yeah, I um, I guess that's why an entrepreneur, I'm an entrepreneur and uh, every product seems to be one of those efforts. But I, I think that, again, there's a lot around disclosure that we can't talk to people 
in general about brand new things we're doing. So it's not that easy to do the test marketing relative to the confidentiality and securing our intellectual property rights. So it, it's really done within our own teams to evaluate that. Again, 33 years of experience in categories that we're aware of. Now, certainly every now and then, and I know you've seen our examples, we'll go into something brand new that we haven't had the experience there, but we've likely studied a lot and have a pretty good idea of, of uh, as a gut feel of what people might think of that solution. Yeah. I mean, so, so the answer is no, you really, you've been at it long enough. You don't test market. You, you have a team that evaluates it and, and you're usually right. Going back to this notion of being novel, in order to be different, your view is something has to be patentable in order for Night Eyes to take a look at it, right? I mean, isn't that that's kind of your threshold too, isn't it? Well, we 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 need to take a long term view on 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 a product or that innovation or that invention because we're going to make big investments in pioneering that, introducing it, showing it to the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we need to make sure that we have our our footprint of IP that 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 would be something that we can stand on, right? Yeah. So, so it, no. it's important. Otherwise, like I said, it huh. it's short lived, and then you know we're not a fashion company. We don't you know develop <laughs> you know a jacket, and then the next year there's a new jacket, or we create a tent, yeah. and two years later there's a new version of the tent. We're building pieces of hardware that are functional, you know, in the utility aspect as well as a design, but but it needs to you know it needs to last. Yeah. I mean, they're real products. That's what kind of, I go back to that. And, and these are highly useful everyday functional kinds of stuff. So I, it almost seems like once somebody gets at least the ones I've got, now they become, when I get a night eyes product, now it's like, Oh, it becomes my mainstay. I see myself using it and I do use it, especially I, I will tell listeners, if you, if you ever go camping, your place at night, that there's a, that glow in the dark of dog collar or pendant. Those are amazing. They're so awesome. So anyway, um, but it's not all, it's not all innovation that starts is developed and finishes at night eyes. I mean, sometimes, I mean, you've told me you want to be the Switzerland of innovation, right? So how does that work? Yeah, I, I think, I think what I, what I meant by that is not as a very inventor friendly company, we don't have an ego about um, inventions having to be developed at the company. You know, over the years, um, we've worked with a lot of inventors, whether we have purchased their intellectual property, whether it's been licensed, whether we've, we've you know, made acquisitions of different companies. I think we're, we're looking at our, our consumers and asking them, would they expect that from our company in terms of that type of solution? Yeah. And if it, we have, we have pretty broad um, uh, guardrails, if you will, around what we're allowed to do. And I think that's been commensurate to the, the extent or recognition of the innovation, yeah. right? If, if, if you come up with something compelling enough in a really mature category and it's so good, there's a chance you might get a shot at it. Right. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. really what we may be going for. And that's exciting because that that's where the passion for me comes from is I love that process and that that, you know, that product development and then taking it out to show the market and get the response as a reflection back of, wow. And, and that, yeah, that's yeah. the satisfaction I've, uh, I've felt over all the years that continues to, you know, to drive the interest in what we do. I, I love yeah. So listeners, just to, to let you know too, if you go, because it's hard to know all of the extent, we can't talk about all the different products at Night Eyes. Uh, so if you go to their website and you really explore the different innovations, I think you'll be struck by 
by this notion of advancement. Yes, you've seen a strap tie down before, but not like this. Yes, you've seen a way to secure string and rope before, but not like this. So um, I'd encourage you to check that out. And, and um, you know, there's there's another new direction that you've taken it, uh, taken Night Eyes products, and that is creating uh, uh, products that other brands will start to use in their own business. We've all seen like Gore-Tex is part of, you know, endless number of, of brands as far as their out, outerwear and and Boa, a Colorado company that makes the dial uh, closure system for shoes and other kinds of devices. And, and their name is prominent on those, on many other brands. Rick, you're starting to, to explore that now with Night Eyes, right? Yes, Dave. Um, we, we spent four years on an innovation and a development that we created from our experience in the manufacturing of gear ties. So the reusable rubber twist ties are, are made here in the USA and we manufacture those on an extrusion line. Um, and through that experience, we had this idea that we might be able to use that method of manufacturing to create the rails of what would look and appear to be a zipper and would come together in what looks like a traditional slider that we use every day um, that would bring those rails together. And after four years of development, I'm super excited to say that we were able to reinvent the zipper. Uh, We named it TrueZip. And essentially, it's the first ever sliding, toothless, silent, it has has no teeth, it doesn't make any sound, um, waterproof. Waterproof, submersible to a meter for 30 minutes. It's completely dustproof. Um, it's flexible, it's self-healing. If it opens, it can be resealed again instead of being broken forever or warranty yeah, yeah, products yeah. it's used in. Um, it's made entirely of one piece of uh, material, which is the thermoplastic polyurethane. And, and it, it, it's designed to be a component that allow people to build things they could never build before. And when I say that, if you think of zippers, um, it's, it, there's a lot of water-resistant zippers. It's not up until you get to some you know, very, um, you know, complicated engineered tooth zippers that you're able to attain those types of benefits. And people have experienced those. We've seen those on coolers and other products like that with teeth. Uh, TrueZip is, is, is really indeed differentiated. Um, we've been awarded a lot of intellectual property on that. And to pioneer that technology, we, we use it as an ingredient brand in our own products. And we developed and invented 14 new waterproof bags that use TrueZip as our ingredient component. And after the four years of development, we launched those runoff products as the name of the waterproof solutions. And we did that because of the why from TrueZip. So TrueZip allowed us to have a reason to bring the world something different. It wasn't another roll top bag. It wasn't another Ziploc closure. It wasn't another water resistant piece. It was really different. And we could exemplify the technology by showing people the actual product. They could fill it with air. They could stand on it. They could make it float. They could put (laughs) things inside and protect it. They could open and close it and, and really experience it. So from there, our intentions were always that we could help support other companies' innovation and their continual improvement of their own products in terms of performance um, by using this as a component. Uh, Listeners, this is, again, a reminder, Proco 360 podcast. I'm your host, Dave Tabor. This is a show featuring entrepreneurs who could be successful anywhere in Choose Colorado. This episode is with Rick Case, founder and CEO of Night Eyes. 
Go to Proco360.com to subscribe to the newsletter, read my blog, link to sponsors, and catch the books I'm listening to on Audible. Rick, we've got a few minutes left. So I want to talk, though, about how these things come together because the idea of really transitioning Night Eyes from being a lots of products company to being a brand and building a brand on pillars of innovation, performance, and trust. I mean, that's a big initiative for you, isn't it? Mm. It really, it really is, Dave. I, I would say um, for the first 29 years, uh, Night Eyes was more known for the individual product names you right, know, gear tie, whatever. Spotlet, they, gear yeah. tie, these names that we've sort of mentioned. Yeah. Most people didn't know who made those products. Obviously, we wanted to work on that. So um, in uh, 2018, we we uh, decided we would um, repackage all 600 products at the company and really position the brand front and center, sort of the Night Eyes logo as a lower right-hand corner. Um, obviously, the product names all remain the same, but it just helped everybody understand that Night Eyes was the manufacturer and the creator of those solutions and those innovations. Mm-hmm. And, and I think where it came in most helpful, if you if you're in a retail store and you see product at at the front end, perhaps, or you, you're over in the pet department or in the cycling department or the camping department or the automotive department or wherever you find yourself, is you see the brand. If you if you didn't know that we built products in that category, you might and you you might trust the brand because you have an experience from another yeah. category, another product. So I think we're trying to tie it all together. Um, it's really worked well. It's been it's been quite a process, but I think that's the 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 evolution. And and again, my philosophy on building a brand is through each individual product and its performance and its you know its, its level yeah. of innovation and ultimately. Um, the, the brand is essentially the trust that people have in, in, in each product we've built and their experience with it. Well, and, and speaking of trust, this is the, the question that has been going through my mind ever since we even started talking about talking, Rick. Um, and, you know, I, I brought up the term gadget earlier. And, you know, when you see these products uh, hanging on a display, Rick, uh, or, you know, I mean, it's hard to discriminate them from the stuff that looks cute and maybe a little functional from the real functional problem solving solutions that they are so i'm i'm thinking as you speak to to us about night eyes the brand that i guess as one person experiences a single product maybe then they start to realize that night eyes really is i mean it stands for something more than you know cute right Again, we're down to the performance and 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 the quality of the products, um, and and you have to you have to you have to use them and experience them to yeah. to see what we mean by that because I think it's really different than what you've uh, you know you know what people have experienced a lot in some of the similar categories. And, yeah. You know, we did this in the key accessory business. You know, you look at key accessories in a store where people cut keys, you don't even think about it. The the products there are the same products your grandparents used. Yeah. You know, we went in and changed that. And, and, and people were like, wow, this is so much better. I'm willing to pay for the quality and my experience of helping me keep up with my keys, locate them, identify them, have them accessible, et cetera. So there's so many examples, but uh, that, that's what we enjoy doing. And, uh, and we have a worry-free guarantee. You know, people can trust that we stand behind it. You know, that, yeah. that we do what we say we're going to do. We have integrity yeah. in, in our products and the performance and our, our intentions of what we're creating. Well, and you're a Colorado company, which of course I love, 
Proco 360 featuring Colorado entrepreneurs. I mean, you decided, I mean, you lived here when you started the business, you started when you were you're thinking about it at CU, but you know, what benefits have you seen from being in Colorado, Rick? You know, it really started from the beginning with the first product, the spirit of innovation and entrepreneurship I felt was super strong with at the university and, you know, in, in Boulder in general, and even in Denver, I remember being a member of the Rocky mountain inventors Congress. And Mm. we were, we were together with groups of inventors and people that wanted to create things and make a difference. And uh, I, I, I've just found that, you know, the, 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 the people um, that we've been able to, um, you know, have come join us at the company, like, you know, they're passionate, you know, people are excited about what we're creating and making a difference in those solutions. And, and a lot of the products are, again, things that we really use and that we, we use out our back door. Um, so Colorado has been, been, been great for us. I, uh, yeah. I, I, I love it here. So you have a book in your office, uh, that's essentially the story of Thomas Edison, the famous inventor. What's that story mean to you? I think the story to me means, uh, you know, persistence. Um, you you got to believe in what you're doing and be passionate about it, and and you got to really work at it. And and I think that um, I I think we we show that 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 we're a great example of that's possible. And and uh, the American dream is live and well, and and uh, and it can be done. And you know, we're we're in a country where it's 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 super possible. So you know, there've been so many projects that, you know, we've continued to believe in and work hard at and, and ultimately be able to make happen. So I, I think I, I think I appreciate that about it. Yeah. Now in, in 19, or excuse me, in 1899, it was believed by the patent office that we, that the office should shrink. I'm sure you've heard the famous quote by the then commissioner, everything that can be invented has been invented. Uh, it seems like Night Eyes is single-handedly making him look silly now. So what's next for focus for you? <laughs> yeah, I, I certainly, uh, I, I certainly am not a supporter of that. We, we, <laughs> we have so many products to come in years to follow. I can't even begin to, to talk about how excited I am about those, but th- there's always innovation. People ask me all the time, like, where do you guys come up with all the ideas? And, and I think we just listen, right? We're users of the product. We're in the spaces, we're, we're listening, we're using those things and, and they just, they just, they come about that way. So um, I think you're going to see, you're going to see more of what we've done exemplified over the past 33 years. It could be, you know, continued investment for sure in the categories we're in. And then just like you've watched us go from an item to a category to multiple categories, there will be new products that create new categories. And, and again, we want to, we want to continue to, you know, support the breadth of those programs and, uh, and be considered innovative by people that are interested, right? If we, if we come up with um, a category and then we have 30 new items, but they're not, there are no new items in that category. Does the buyer who's only interested in that category think that we're innovative? Are we upholding our mission to him to have him invest in our brand because we're going to continue to bring new? We we, we always are looking to answer that. Um, Remember, we as consumers want new. I had a major retailer tell me one time, Rick, do you realize 30% of all of our sales are generated by new products? I, I, I mean, I really didn't know that. Wow. Uh, people want new. Think about think about when you buy things, other than yeah. these sort of commodities or staples, you're looking for something different, right? Yeah. People are looking for improvements. Well, speaking about different, I'm going to put you on the spot with a tough question, which is, and 
you know, I'm not asking you which is your favorite product ever. That wouldn't be nice. But I will ask you, which one in the last couple of years made your hair stand up and you say your eyes wide open and say, oh my God, this is fantastic. Let's do it. You know, it, it wouldn't be from the past few years because I, I I do have a favorite. They're all kind of like my kids, right? So sure. it's tough. But there's a product that that I've had so many incredible fun times with over all the years. And David be one of the products I sent you, which is the flashlight, that LED light up flying disc. Yeah. And the amount of fun times we've had throwing that with with you know friends and customers in the dark and and laughing and and you know all kinds of amazing things that have happened through the interaction of uh of that um, amazing piece of uh, sporting goods equipment. Um, that, that that's a that's a great example of a product that again you know what a cool improvement it has never been done before. You know so yeah you know and and it that's on I, I suppose an interesting end of the spectrum between usefulness and utility and life enhancing that may not be all that much utility right but i mean ultimately ultimately to to the extent your products bring joy um is that fueling innovation absolutely i mean we want to put a smile on people's face we want to make their life more enjoyable and make it easier right i mean that at the end of the day the compelling solution is something that just you know, you know, made a problem a little bit easier, or maybe one that they never even realized they had till they saw the solution. Like, wow, this is really better. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. Well, let's wrap up on that note. I'm your host, Dave Tabor. Today on Proco 360, you've been listening to my conversation with Rick Case, founder and CEO of Night Eyes. If you couldn't tell, uh, I am a huge fan. Uh, anything that makes my eyes pop open and say, oh my gosh, this is so great, makes me happy. So, uh, Rick, thanks for joining me today. Dave, complete pleasure. I've, I've been a, a listener for a long time. I, I love what you do. And uh, thank you for bringing us all the great stories about the Colorado companies. So appreciate it. It's my pleasure. And I want to give a quick shout out to uh, MJ Smoot, who's your head of marketing at Night Eyes. He coordinated all this and we appreciate MJ. Listeners, glad you're here on Proco 360, where we say live, work, love Colorado, because you and I and my guests can be successful anywhere and choose Colorado. You make the show successful by subscribing to the Proco 360 podcast. And if you haven't yet, please, it's a huge help if you submit a review in your app. Thanks again to show sponsors, First Bank, Kinsley Meetings, Via Technologies, Digital Frontier Printing, and the Colorado Chamber of Commerce. That's the show. Live, work, love Colorado. Colorado.